millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. If you're worried about the future, you're not the only one. Right now, there's an overwhelming surge of Americans who are stocking up on emergency food. Should you be one of them? Ask yourself, do you currently have enough food on hand to get you and your family through a prolonged crisis that lasts months? If not, you should strongly consider getting a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, save 100 off their best-selling three-month emergency food kit, which comes with breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. This kit gives you over 2,000 calories a day, and the food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage. But if you act now, you, may not, you, may, you might not secure these kits. Head over to preparewithdnr.com and claim your three-month emergency food kit as this special price. You'll save $100 per kit, but you must act today while supplies last. That's preparewithdnr.com. All right. Welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. I'm hoping this goes on FluffTube, what I like to call FluffTube. Uh, but uh, we're going to watch our words and see what we can do here. But I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have... Fellow Texan Chad, is it Chad Prather or Prather? Prather. I, I've Prather. been called all kinds. I've just learned to answer to whatever. But yeah, <laughs> Prather. My dad would always correct people to Prather. All right. <laughs> and you know, dude, I've seen your videos before and uh, they're hilarious. You're smart. You're witty, dude. I believe you got what it takes. You got my, dude, I had Don Huffines on, uh, he's running for governor against Greg Abbott, against Alan West. Those are your three contenders, Right. Right. I had Don Huffines on it, and I like the guy. I like that he's going against Greg Abbott, but where's the charisma? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so I think you, I think you got all of the above, man. You know, you're you're charismatic, you're funny, you're witty, and you got you're conservative, and you're and you got good intentions going into this. So, what made you? I guess my main question is with you is what made you want to throw your hat in the ring in this? I mean, politics is a nasty politics is a nasty nasty game, and here you are entering it. So, so, you know, I've been involved in political humor, political comedy, and political media for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, years ago when I was doing social media videos, I was actually doing a show on cable when everything kind of went viral for me on, on social media. And I said then, I said, I'm not going to do political stuff. That lasted about six weeks. And I had to get into the – because it was insane, right? You had, you had Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump didn't understand at the time. 
you know, they were running and I, I did a video. I remember saying it, trying to figure out which person you want to vote for. is like trying to figure out which venereal disease you want for the next four to eight years. Right. And I tell people, I said, I went in the voting booth and there was two boxes. One said Hillary Clinton and not Hillary Clinton. And I checked that one off and we wound up with Trump. Thank God. Cause I understand it now. I didn't at the time I was too naive and, and, and narrow minded to see it. But uh, to your question, I was with Don Trump Jr. It was uh, July 2nd of 2020. We were in South Dakota having a dinner with a group of people and I was drinking a little wine and, and my phone goes off and I get a notification that governor of Texas, Greg Abbott was handing out another shutdown, another mandate, right? Deeming more people non-essential. And I was pissed. I, you know, and I, you know, I don't know if it was because I was drinking wine or just hanging out with a Trump, but I decided to go on Twitter and I said, I'm running for governor. In, in Texas in 2022. And I went to sleep that night having no idea the firestorm that I had awakened in people because, you know, in 30 years of, of Texas politics, Greg Abbott's never had a challenger, a conservative challenger. The guy has been groomed for the White House for 30 years. <clears throat> but this, <coughs> excuse me, this whole thing, oops, that's not COVID, by the way. That's just me swallowing wrong. I, uh, <laughs> It, but, you know, COVID upset the whole apple cart. Try to use a try to use a different word besides that, just so we don't get fucking bombed. <laughs> Seriously, like just just use yeah. the the C or something. I don't know. I know it's everything. Dude. It's just ridiculous. We're living in this is China, dude. This is like it I is. can't believe I'm even having to do this. Completely censored. But I but I jumped on Twitter. I said I was going to do it. it. Opened up a firestorm, and uh, people jumped behind it. Got a lot of momentum. So I was the first person to get involved in this primary race. Uh, and, and I, and people thought I was crazy. I, I even thought I was crazy. I mean, you know, I was a reluctant candidate and as a humorist, everybody was kind of waiting on the punchline. They thought this is a publicity stunt. Is this that's a joke? That's Man, what I was, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. When it comes to Texas, I'm serious, man, Texas, I have everything to be thankful for in my life because of the state of Texas. And that's a long story, but I'm a blessed man because of the state and I'm fighting for it because uh, you know, I want to get government out of our life. I want to make politics boring again. And it's just gotten so big, even in, in the so-called conservative red state of Texas. Politics is out of control. So I'm a normal business guy. I've made my living in the entertainment industry, running my mouth, but I've been reasonably successful. And I said, you know, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to use my platform and I'm going to try to hold this guy's feet to the fire one way or another. And um, we've built a huge groundswell of momentum, honestly. Because I'm just a normal everyday guy, and uh, but I'm very serious about Texas, and I'm very serious about what we're doing. So uh, some days I wake up and I go, you know, I must be crazy, and uh, and people kind of believe I am, but the message is there, it's real, and we're fighting for the state. How how's your campaign looking? I mean, are you are you are there people donating a lot of money? And at the end of this interview, can we'll we'll know where people can donate and all that. You'll give out where people can find you. But how's your campaign looking so far? It's, it's going great. Um, I, I, I tell people right now, I said, you know, I'm mentally exhausted, but I'm more highly motivated than ever. And we have, we have some, we have mom and pop money, right? We have the folks who are donating a few bucks here and there when they can, because they believe in what we're doing. Uh, I don't have the Don Huffines money, right? I don't have the political history of Alan West to have the, you know, the pack or any of the campaign money that's there. What I have is, is just, you know, a, a platform out there that's resonating with people that are everyday folks. And when I say that, I want to remind everybody, you're talking about Greg Abbott, who's sitting on a campaign war chest, but probably about 60 to $75 million. He raised $18.7 million 
dollars in the 10 days following the legislative session uh, between the end of June and, and 1st of July. That's not mom and pop money. That is multinational corporation money. That's big pharma. That's clinics that specialize in gender modification. That is uh, Silicon Valley. That's big tech. That's all of those things, uh, which tells me that you got a politician who is uh, sitting there in Austin, Texas, who's bought out. He's in someone's pocket. He's a, so he's a rhino. He's a rhino. He's a rhino. A rhino. You know, it gets used, but God, if you looked it up in the dictionary, you're going to see Greg Abbott. And, uh, and I can prove it over and over again with this guy. But the thing about it is, is it's, it's beautiful that, like, we're getting the big crowds to come out. Uh, we're having great rallies, great meetings. I'm off to one, well, every night this week, but I'm off to tonight. And uh, it's, it's fantastic, man, because I've made some of the best friends in the world through this process. But I'll tell you this, what I've seen is so ugly, I can never look away from it. Uh, no matter what happens politically, no matter what happens in an election, I'm in this world for the rest of my life. I don't have to hold an office to be an activist. I don't have to, to, to continue calling out the hypocrisy and, and the nonsense, the constitutional abuses that are out there. I don't have to hold an office to do that. So I'm going to continue this fight, man. It is a big deal. We're in it. Uh, we're knee deep in it. Anybody that doesn't see it is absolutely turning a blind eye to what's going on around us. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, are you tra- are you going to be traveling throughout Texas and visiting cities such as El Paso? Yeah, I'm, we're planning a date in El Paso. We're trying to actually secure the place and then and then figure out what the date is going to be. I'll, so I'll come tra- out if you come to El Paso. I will come out and endorse you, brother. Well, then let's talk about that because we'll we'll definitely do that. We're getting everywhere. You know, there's 254 counties in Texas. I'm trying to get in every one of them. Uh, we have been in about a hundred so far. And uh, so we're at a point now where like if we've been to a county, we're trying not to go back. Like I was in Grayson County last night. That was the second time in two months. I told him, I said, I love you guys. I really do. And I appreciate the support. But we got to get to some other places. So we're, you know, uh, and, and the beauty of it is I'm not, I don't have a private jet, right? I don't have the campaign funds to put me on a helicopter. We don't have a bus. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm driving my truck. I'm going around. We get out there and we've got several hundred people that show up. And if I can ever get in front of people, you talk about the charisma. If I can ever get in front of people and you can hear my passion, hear my heart, and I can communicate why I'm so driven, I win a lot of people over. So we know that the, the, the key is, and I say we don't have television and telephones and telephones. We've got teleperson. Uh, and those people, once they hear that message and they hear my passion and get to know my heart, they, they really are embracing the message, man. And it's turning people onto this idea of being free again. Yeah. And if you think about it, that's what Trump went on. I mean, he visited the workers. He was out there grassroots. I mean, the guy went to work, you know, and, and yeah. that's, that's why I like about you. Um, but the problem, the problem remains, man, I still feel like we're under this rigged system and that mm-hmm. needs to get handled. So, I mean, does that concern you at all? Like you're going to be running in this rich system. I mean, shit, dude, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Yeah. No, I don't know anybody that does, um, you know, and, and to compare what happened yesterday with the Gavin Newsom deal and, and the Larry Elder, uh, California is its own uh, shit show, to be honest. Texas, I don't think we're at that point, but, but we are being manipulated, right? For instance, what's happening right now, let me, let me talk about business for a second. So Greg Abbott opened the door to big tech businesses in Silicon Valley to come in here and set up shop. And now people, people are going, yeah, that's great. More jobs for Texans, right? Well, here's the problem with that. Now you can't get those jobs or you can't keep those jobs unless you've been. And so you, you, and so what are they going to do? They're going to bring more people in from California to fill those jobs. So they, it was a Trojan horse, right? And then ultimately turn Texas blue. 
Yeah, and so it's happening. What we said it was going to happen, this wasn't going to be jobs for Texans. This was jobs for more Californians to come in here with the ideologies and their money and their and their you know stuff that they're wanting to push. And now they've got a way to do it with these mandates that are going on. Um, and and you apply that now to politics, right? It's going to directly influence the way we handle elections. So you know, Greg Abbott the other day he signed a, a bill about Texas of voter integrity, and then he smugly turned it around and said, voter integrity is now a law in Texas. Well, damn, why hasn't it been that way forever? I mean, if we have a conservative uh, legislature and we have a conservative governor, why are we just now dealing with election integrity in the state of Texas? You know, I've come out. Why, why about- is the border open? I mean, there's so many issues I have. There's so many questions oh. I have against this man. He's a rhino. Uh, you, you talked about... Um, uh, you know, why did, why did we have to pass 666 new laws last week? Uh, did we did you wake up someday and go, you know, I really feel like I need 666 new laws in my life telling me what I can and can't do. None of them are facing things like gender mutilation or modification for children. We're not addressing property tax. We're not addressing the energy grid. We're not addressing the fact that since Greg Abbott's been in office, the spending in Austin has gone up by forty eight billion dollars. That's not fiscal conservatism. Uh, we're not talking about three uh, a quarter of a billion dollars being spent on contact tracing that was directly as a result of his decisions. Uh, we're not talking about $100 million that's being given to higher education institutions when he's appointing, by the way, uh, the Board of Regents who are radical, crazy leftist lunatics that are sitting on that board. He's the one appointing them to oversee our universities and our campuses of higher learning. So we're indoctrinating our kids. Why? Because we've got a conservative governor who keeps appointing leftists in our educational system. Uh, and by the way, he can give $100 million to colleges, but he's going to crowdsource a wall? Give me a break, man. This, this is the nonsense. I've come to the border over and over again. There's chain link fence down there on the ground. It's not a wall. Um, the border's not shut down. He's not employing DPS resources to get them down there to shut that border down. He's not putting the National Guard down there in a proper way, in a show of force to shut it down. He caved to Merrick Garland the other week when Merrick Garland uh, threatened to sue Texas and to sue Greg Abbott because uh, they said you're going to racially profile Latinos by stopping cars that could have illegals in there. Uh, And he caved. He completely caved. And so we're seeing this over and over again. At some point in time, you know, people say to me, man, Texas, I thought Texas was going to be more like Florida and Ron DeSantis. I'm like, look, Texas, we're, we're trailing way behind. You know, they're like, why aren't you more like South Dakota? I always tell people, I say, you know, I don't want to be like South Dakota. South Dakota doesn't have its own toast. Like we, Texas, <laughs> uh, Florida doesn't have a waffle iron in the shape of its state. We are, you know, in Texas, we lead, man. We are the rock that, 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 that America can set its anchor into. We are the last bastion of true hope and freedom. And we've got a guy sitting in Austin who's not holding that flag, putting that banner up and saying, hell no, we're not going to continue doing it this way anymore and hold Washington, D.C.'s feet to the fire. We got a ton of power, man. You don't become the ninth largest economy on the planet by slouching and backing up and caving. You know, the, the spirit of Texas, the demeanor of Texas is one that walks taller, prouder, uh, we've got our chest poked out. And let me just tell you, it's um, we're not doing that right now. It, I, I put it this way. You know, I say the Texas that most Texans, Texas is not the Texas that most Texans think it is anymore. And that's a fact. I agree with you. And, you know, I find that very uh, th- that number you just spit out right now about the laws, 666, 666. Yeah, right. Uh, 
That says a lot right there to me. I'm just yeah. saying. Um, you know, I, I just, I, uh, what do you plan to do with the border? I mean, what are you going to do? Like, if you're worried about the future, you're not the only one. Right now, there's an overwhelming surge of Americans who are stocking up on emergency food. Should you be one of them? Ask yourself. Do you currently have enough food on hand to get you and your family through a prolonged crisis that lasts months? If not... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. You should strongly consider getting a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, save 100 off their best-selling three-month emergency food kit, which comes with breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. This kit gives you over 2,000 calories a day, and the food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage. But if you act now, you, may not, you, may, you might not secure these kits. Head over to preparewithdnr.com and claim your three-month emergency food kit as this special price. You'll save $100 per kit, but you must act today while supplies last. That's preparewithdnr.com. I live on the border. I'm in El Paso, so it's crazy. You know, and, and it's basically I've lived here my whole life. So it's it feels like I grew up in Mexico. I grew up on both sides of the border, to be honest with you. It was a hell of a place to party at one time. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But now, I mean, you got cartels running shit. They're smuggling people. They're smuggling fentanyl. It's it's a disaster. It's a disaster. Let's say you get in. What's going to be your is that going to be your main priority is taking care of the border? What, what would you do with the border? So so to that degree, let me I want to remind everybody, because uh, I say this over and over again. You cannot solve a complex problem and still be politically correct, okay? You're, they're they're going to accuse you of being a racist like Merrick Garland did. They're going to accuse you of being overbearing of, of, of all these things. First thing we do is you enforce the laws that are on the books. You let these officials do their job. You let these sheriffs do their job. I've visited the border counties. I've been to these, you know, I've spent so much time with these different sheriffs, the ones who would meet with me. Um, and by the way, I've met with a lot of Democrat sheriffs on the border, and they've been the most gracious talking to me about their plight. Uh, but you've got to employ the DPS resources. You've got to employ the National Guard and untie their hands to actually do their jobs. Demonstrate a show of force so that when someone when they're coming across the border, as you said, bringing fentanyl, they're, they're you know, smuggling children, sex trafficking, 
uh, organ harvesting, uh, the cartels in, across from Valverde County, Texas alone, that 120 mile stretch, the cartels are making $25 million a week, just in that area. We have got to force and push Washington DC to name the cartels an international terrorist organization so then we can fully employ all the measures that we have at our disposal to fight back. If you stop them at the border, let's say you got a shipment of 25 human beings coming across, you stop them at the border. In 24 hours, the word of that is going to reverberate all the way to, down to Costa Rica, man, because those cartel leaders are going to say, what the hell do you mean my package didn't get through? You start hitting them where it hurts and you cut off the supply funnel. This is a humanitarian crisis. But let me tell you, they're using our softness and our, and our altruism as Americans to play us as fools. I also believe that what we've got to do is we've got to empower these counties to defend their own borders. For instance, Kenny County, I visited with Brad Coe, the sheriff there. One of the things that they're doing is they have continually uh, uh, pled with Greg Abbott to give them the DPS resources to defend their 20 miles of border and they keep getting refused. So they said, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna raise $15 million a year and we're going to employ our own private security contractors, the same folks that were used in Afghanistan and Iraq, and we're going to set up our own defense of our own borders down here. I applaud that effort. I think that's initiative. I think that's a Texas mindset. And the other thing we gotta do is the same way that you can protect your home, you gotta empower people to protect their land. You know, I'm not saying wholesale murder of, of illegals coming across the border. Of course not. But what I am saying is, you know the difference. You know what's coming across your land. You know what's happening. And you need to be able to defend the borders of your own land. So if we are going to promote uh, uh, Texas sovereignty with the borders, we have to promote county sovereignty with their borders. And even ranchers and farmers and property, uh, they have sovereignty. Because let's face it, you've got to govern yourself. So we've got to, we've got to push that. It, it, and, and also hold the feds accountable to do their jobs and let these Border Patrol agents whose hands are tied. They're nothing more than a glorified Uber service with a badge right now. These folks come across the border. They stand in a parking area, uh, you know, right there, little little sandy lot. They change clothes and they wait. They don't run off into the country. They wait. They wait for the Border Patrol to come pick them up, take them to a processing center, and they give them a court date two years out. Then they put them on a bus or put them on an airplane, especially if you're in McAllen, uh, and, and they're going to ship them anywhere into the country. They're not just coming into these border states anymore. Man, they're, they're in Ohio. They're in Tennessee. They're in Idaho. Uh, they're going all over the country into the interior. And I've seen the buses leave. I've seen the manila envelopes that says, I don't speak English. Help me get to my right flight. Uh, these are illegals, man. And we're welcoming them in. And the other thing we've got to do, we've got to disincentivize the reason they're coming. We've got to turn the lights off. You know, the, the lighthouse is shining. The, the federal government sends nations like Honduras and Guatemala and El Salvador billions of dollars a year. But what is it, what are they doing with it? These these dictatorial democracies in those Central American companies, they're not, they're not helping their people. They're driving their people out who are, in, who are now being incentivized to come to America. So we got to cut off the health care. we got to cut off the housing. we got to cut off the education. we got to stop these reasons that we're allowing illegals to come in here. Uh, it's kind of like the old Tom Bodette Motel 6. We'll leave a light on for you. we got to turn that light off. I agree. And that's a big deal. How do you feel about uh, Beto O'Rourke? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give me your thoughts. Yeah. He's gonna. He's, it looks like he might run again. I'm, an, sure, I don't... I'm sure he will. Uh, you know, Beto O'Rourke spent 
uh, roughly $90 million in, in a race against Ted Cruz. Uh, obviously, he's got a lot of California money, Hollywood money, you know, the big, the big special is interest it, is money. It a wife's money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here is wife's money. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. He is, he is a perfect example that I use to also compare to, say, Greg Abbott. You got two guys here who are going to spend, I don't know, $70 million to run for an office that's going to pay you $153,000 a year. That's very telling. Why would you do that? Doesn't make any sense to me uh, yeah. because power at play. Beto O'Rourke is a living example of a power play. And anybody who thinks he lost the election in 2018 doesn't realize how elections work. He actually won in 2018. No, he didn't win his Senate office against Cruz, but he won the down ballot. He flipped seats in the House. He flipped seats in the Senate, in the city councils. People were voting Democrat because Beto O'Rourke was on the ticket. We, you know, it's, he's a dangerous, dangerous guy for the state of Texas. And he carries a lot of clout, a lot of power. Um, we love to make fun of him, but there's something there. He, he is Texas's AOC, if you will. 100%. What, we've, what we've done is we've taken these nobodies who offer nothing. We have uh, created celebrity around them, given them a voice. And I say we, I'm talking about the big money, special interest people. They've done that. And, and we, we suck this up like pablum, like it's entertainment, right? So, you know, AOC goes to the gala at the Met the other day. She's wearing a dress that says tax the rich. You know, the hypocrisy is palpable there. Uh, but Beto O'Rourke is Texas version of AOC. We keep giving our ear to this nonsense that they're spewing. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what are we doing is, is we're just lapping it up, lapping it up, lapping it up. It's another version, as I alluded to earlier, of a Trojan horse. You let somebody like that get into office and Texas, as we know it, our legacy is dead. It's over. I agree. Let me ask you one last question. Uh, what do you plan to, and, and the mandates that are coming out, you know, this, yeah. these, what do you plan to do about that? How are you going to? You just kill it in its tracks. So, well, so you got to fight force with force, right? If you're going to force people to do something, then we're going to create uh, the avenue whereby they can fight back. You know, I see the billboard on the side of the road uh, on the highway with the medical professionals, the picture there that says not all heroes wear capes. Well, apparently not all heroes get to keep their jobs either in the state of Texas because we're seeing people across the board being fired or losing their jobs, forced to resign, or they got to fill out some uh, religious exemption that God only knows if the state's going to validate and, and take. But, you know, I said the other day when, when Biden came out and said, you know, hey, our patience is wearing thin, you know, this nonsense. I said, if you're going to do that, and then he also he threatened the governors. He said, we'll get rid of any governor that stands in our way. Well, look here, jackass. Uh, I understand <laughs> that Biden is put on a string. The guy needs to be in prison for what happened in Afghanistan or at least licking the windows in the old folks home. He's so addle brain. People have to move his mouth to help him chew pudding. But I would say, you know, I posted the other day on social media. I said I would immediately and I don't I'm not an executive orders guy, but I would immediately write an executive order for the state of Texas that says we will not enforce this mandate. We will not allow it and we'll penalize those who try to. And I would also draw up articles of secession that say, you know what, as a state and a republic, one of the things that we can do to hold Washington, D.C. On, on their feet to the fire is we leverage ourselves as that large economy, as this big state. And we say, no, we're not going to allow you to do this. We're going to be masters of our own destiny. Now, when I say that, a lot of people say, oh, you just want to you just want to secede from the union. No, I don't want to. What I want people to understand is 
that, that things like Texit and Articles of Secession and using that type of talk is one of the biggest tools we have to get America back on track. Because at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, America needs Texas. And they need Texas to be the Texas we historically have been. Uh, they might not want to admit that, but they need Texas. And to say otherwise is asinine and just uh, illogical from reality. So when I say things like that, I'm trying to get America back on track. But at the end of the day, I want Texas first. I want Texas to be not a state among the other 49. I want it to be the state that matters and the one that leads. And right now, quite honestly, we're not doing it. We're ranked in the 40s in pretty much every category, which is not good. And so I want us to get back to sovereignty, to nationalism, be able to say, hey, we have we have the uh, – sorry, I might have went out. Sorry, it's okay. I want to be able. To, I want to be able to say, um, "Hey, at the end of the day, we're going. We're the ones in control of our destiny in the state of Texas, in D.C. And there are 2.5 million unelected bureaucrats that are reaching their greedy fingers into our pockets. They do not have the right to dictate to us what we do." Well, I got to say this. You know, Greg Abbott needs to be ousted. Uh, he is a rhino. <laughs> um, I think he's deep state 100. percent And uh, you got my endorsement, man. Um, Thank you. You know, if you come to El Paso. I'll be here for you, man, and I'll, I'll help I'm you coming. any way I can. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll coordinate it, and, and I'm coming. I want to I visit with you and hang out, and, and let's make a difference, man, because it matters. It really does. Texas is a spirit that is caught. It's not taught. Um, you know, I, I grew up in the state of Georgia, went to the University of Georgia. I came to Fort Worth where I lived 20 years ago. Uh, it changed my life. It was, it was like an infectious thing. I just, I just, you know, Texas, just you just catch it, and I fell in love with the state. And it's home for me. It's the center of my universe. And I encourage people, go to Prather2022.com, get involved. Uh, we can use the money, certainly. And, you know, I, look, I always say when it comes to Don Huffines and Alan West, I've known those guys for a while. I consider them friends and acquaintances. And I say I'm running alongside those guys because my, not against them, but alongside them, because my philosophy there is ABA, anyone but Abbott. I, the guy's got to go. Just absolutely to. has worn out his welcome. He's got to go. Yeah, I like Don Don Huffines. I just feel like there needs to be more energy involved, and uh, yeah. and and you got that man because it's going to take a lot of energy to defeat Abbott. And brother, I'm behind you 100. percent So that's Prather2022.com. Yep, you got it. Hey, and if you want to have fun with it, you asked earlier about Beto. You can actually go to Beto22.com. Still comes to my site. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And you know what? El Paso is Bethel O'Rourke land. I mean, there's still people here driving around with the bumper stickers. Yeah. I think you need to make an appearance here. I think you I'm have coming. got to make an appearance here. Coming, coming. I, I love El Paso. Uh, and uh, I, there's a particular restaurant. I won't name it right now, but I, I'm I, just thinking about El Paso makes me hungry. Is it a Mexican restaurant? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me, man. I, uh, I appreciate it. And I'm going to be uh, – premiering this on youtube tonight at about 7 30 so stay awesome. tuned for it and and once again where can people reach you uh they they can find me uh prather2022.com also my uh you know my schedules at watchchad.com we incorporate some of the political events with the entertainment events as well because because everything at this stage of the game is a campaign the beauty of it man is we have fun doing it and uh, and it's okay uh we love this state it's okay we love this state together and, and let's take it back. Let's do it. Thank you so much, man. Let's keep in touch, Thank okay? You, God bless you. And thank you too. If you're worried about the future, you're not the only one. 
Right now, there's an overwhelming surge of Americans who are stocking up on emergency food. Should you be one of them? Ask yourself, do you currently have enough food on hand to get you and your family through a prolonged crisis that lasts months? If not, you should strongly consider getting a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, save 100 off their best-selling three-month emergency food kit, which comes with breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. This kit gives you over 2,000 calories a day, and the food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage. But if you act now, you may not you may you might not secure these kits. Head over to preparewithdnr.com and claim your three month emergency food kit as this special price. You'll save one hundred dollars per kit, but you must act today while supplies last. That's preparewithdnr.com.